Today is Wednesday, January 27th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Wednesday, mostly cloudy, highs 25 to 30, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows 10 to 15, east winds up to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southeast after midnight. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 20, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Friday, mostly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, north winds up to 10 miles an hour. Friday night, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. Saturday through Sunday night, partly cloudy, highs 35 to 45, lows 20 to 25. Monday and Monday night, mostly cloudy, highs 40 to 45, lows 20 to 25. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow, highs 30 to 35. With the spring semester well underway, Montana State University Northern is continuing to offer COVID-19 surveillance tests to students and staff. University Relations Director Jim Potter says test results are available in as little as 15 minutes. We started out in the dorm making it available and it will be available throughout the semester. It's a really important thing for us because it does help us to identify COVID cases quickly. Potter adds that students and faculty have adapted well to changes the university has had to make over the past year to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The students and everyone are more understanding of what the process is because they've been through it already. And so the communications that we have sent out, people understand and are clear with and they know what's expected. So that does make everything run smoother. Students and faculty wanting to schedule a COVID-19 test can call Student Health Services at 265-3599. The St. Paul Mission Grade School in Hayes will not be open next school year, according to a letter obtained by new media broadcasters from Bishop Michael Warfel of the Great Falls Billings Diocese of the Roman Catholic Church that was sent to parents, parishioners, and community members. The letter says the school will remain open through May 2021, and they will begin planning in the fall for the reorganization and rebirth of the school. The reasons for the closure include a lack of teachers and a certified principal. Warfel adds that they will not be selling off or redistributing school resources, and that they are planning on hosting a public forum on the future of the school when it is safe to do so. The St. Paul Education Association, along with the diocesan superintendent, will develop the reopening plan. Lawmakers heard testimony Tuesday on a bill that would require employees to disclose any pre-existing conditions that are relevant to the essential function of the job. Under current law, employers have to ask a potential employee if they're able to do the job. The U.M. Legislative News Service reports Senate Bill 118, sponsored by Helena Republican Senator Terry Gauthier, would put the onus on employees. An employee could also lose their workers' compensation benefits if they misrepresent their needs. Supporters like Brad Roy, representing Calspell Regional Healthcare, say the bill would help businesses prevent fraud and better accommodate their employees. With disclosure of this information, an employer can better understand an employer's lim- an employee's limitations and then make the necessary accommodations. Opponents raise questions about what defines a relevant condition and whether workers should be responsible for knowing what those relevant conditions are ahead of hiring. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates, we'll start with Hill County, which reported 11 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, the most in a single day since January 6th. Also on Tuesday, seven people met the recovery criteria and one person was able to be discharged from the hospital. Hill County has now reported 1,799 total COVID-19 cases. 21 are active, one is hospitalized, 1,738 have recovered, and 40 have died. 
Over in Blaine County, they reported 10 new COVID-19 cases on Tuesday and no recoveries. Their case count is 681 overall, 54 active, 1 hospitalized, 603 recoveries, 24 deaths. Over in Shoto County, they reported six new cases on Tuesday, and they are currently at 14 active cases with three hospitalizations. In Phillips County, they reported three new cases Tuesday and one recovery. Phillips County's case count, 472 overall, 22 active, two hospitalized, 436 recoveries, 14 deaths. And in Liberty County, they're up to two active COVID-19 cases as of Tuesday afternoon. The Liberty County cases are a female in her 60s and a male in his teens. If you believe you were a close contact, you can call Liberty Public Health 759-5517 and leave a message. Turning to state news, we'll start with today's daily COVID-19 update from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. 407 new cases were reported today in the state, bringing the total to 92,531. The death toll increased by 18 to 1,201. Active case counts at 4,312. Active hospitalizations, 118. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone, 81. Lewis and Clark, 39. Flathead and Gallatin, both 37. And on the vaccine dashboard, total doses administered is now over 86,000 and total Montanans fully immunized is now over 18,500. The Montana House has voted down a bill seeking to penalize physicians who provide gender-affirming care for transgender youth. The bill failed 51-49 on third reading Tuesday, a day after being approved 53-47 on second reading. Supporters argued the bill would protect minors from life-altering medical treatment, while opponents said it would harm the physical and mental well-being of transgender youth. While the bill is probably dead, a member of the House could ask for it to be reconsidered on third reading. A majority of the House would have to approve any reconsideration. Four new proposed abortion restrictions passed the State House Tuesday in Montana, one of several states where GOP gains are lending more momentum to prohibitions on the procedure. The bills come as President Joe Biden looks to change course nationally on the issue, though the Supreme Court has a conservative majority that's given hope to anti-abortion activists. In Montana, GOP lawmakers are hoping to capitalize on the election of a Republican governor after 16 years of pro-abortion access Democratic governors. Anti-abortion measures are also under consideration in South Carolina and Arkansas, where Republican lawmakers increased their majorities in the legislatures this past election. Montana House Judiciary Committee Republicans cut short the testimony of two opponents of a bill that would ban sanctuary cities in the state after they said the bill reinforced white supremacist views. The bill would require local law enforcement to comply with federal immigration law and empower the state's attorney general to pursue civil action against jurisdictions that don't comply. Committee Chair Representative Barry Usher said during a hearing Tuesday the bill banning sanctuary cities was not related to race. Montana does not have any sanctuary cities. The bill's supporters say it would prevent Montana cities from harboring criminals. And now taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We'll start off with Hill County, where winter wheat's $5.69, spring wheat $5.50. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.59, spring wheat $5.45. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.74, spring wheat $5.50. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.69. Spring wheat 550. And for Phillips County, winter wheat 554. Spring wheat 540. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Levi D. Waldner passed away on January 22nd at Seattle Children's Hospital at the age of 17. He was diagnosed with T-cell lymphoma and spent his last six months at Seattle Children's Hospital before passing away peacefully due to complications from cancer with his parents by his side. Funeral services will be held at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow, Thursday, January 28th at the East End Colony with burial to follow in the East End Colony Cemetery.
James P. Jim O'Leary, 87, passed away due to natural causes on Sunday, January 24th at the Karen Comfort Home. A rosary will be held at 7 p.m. tomorrow, Thursday, January 28th. Funeral services will begin at 11 a.m. on Friday, January 29th, all at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church, with Father Dan Wathen officiating. James' family has suggested a memorial donations be made in his memory to St. Jude Catholic School or St. Jude Catholic Church, P.O. Box 407, Haver, Montana, 59501. And that does it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.